Hi, I'm Mr. Silver Fox. And I'm Mrs. Silver Fox. And today we're making room on the swing set in a segment that we're calling Between Two Pineapples, where we interview other couples in the lifestyle. This podcast contains adult content intended for the 18 and over crowd. If you are not 18, please come back when you're of legal consenting age. Welcome back, everybody, to Between Two Pineapples, interview number three. I'm Mr. Silver Fox. And I'm Mrs. Silver Fox. We are here with two very special guests today, Giannessa from Hump Day Quickies, on location at the Sex Apartment. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Hey, guys. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having us back. This is a continuation from Hump Day Quickies, where we were guests on their podcast and we want to graciously thank you for your time and had an amazing time with you too. So thank you very much. Yes. You're welcome. Thank you. Definitely enjoyed it. So being on the other side of this, it's our turn to take advantage of you. We are very excited about this. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> so our number one question to our guests is what got you into the lifestyle? Whoever would like to take the lead in the reins, I'd love to hear what got you started. Uh, I think G's story is a little longer than mine, back. so you can go. <laughs> <laughs> mine started a long time ago back in college. Freshman year, my girlfriend and I were exploring different options. She was very open sexually. We absolutely had no idea it was a lifestyle or anything. It was just college mess around. And she was very open to me playing with other women. She was very open to playing with other women. It was no real interest in other guys at the time. That was a good time for most of freshman year. Sure. And (laughs) then we were supposed to go whitewater rafting together. I had no desire to be in the great outdoors. So I came up with a lame (laughs) excuse as to why I couldn't make it. And she ended up going with some friends that night. She ended up hooking up with one of her friends and her friend's boyfriend. She came back all crying, apologetic. And I'm like, "Mm, tell me more. I was very aroused at the thought of her doing something. All through high school, it was, I was never like that. I never was interested in the idea of my girlfriend even talking to somebody, Mm -hmm. much less all of that. Sure. Just hearing her tell that story i was like oh wow this i'm not angry um (laughs) i'm feeling a different kind of emotion we should should hear more about this do you think that opened up a door for voyeurism for you where you had visualized it in your mind and then you actively wanted to watch it i would say it definitely did because i had thoroughly enjoyed watching her with other girls if we ever hooked up with somebody that was only into girls i was like cool i'll sit over here and watch let's go now personally i think we've really discovered our voyeurism as well Mm -hmm. we very much enjoy watching at clubs and hotel parties i gotta stop and take a peek if something hot's going on for sure and i find it very erotic so i can relate it was basically an open relationship all through college and when we graduated we came home messing around with aol instant messenger (laughs) looking for anybody who might be interested and somebody suggested that we try a club and we're like what what do you mean a club like oh yeah there's this place that has a bunch of rooms that you can play in and a great big room where everybody hangs out and you bring your own drinks and what this yeah (laughs) this exists this isn't just (laughs) finding people on message boards really (laughs) we went i haven't looked back it's been over 20 years of a handful of different relationships in the lifestyle, <laughs> but just meeting amazing people. It's one of the few places I feel I can totally be myself. I, I've come at it pretty much every angle I could think of, looking to find even more new angles. Well, I think that's what we appreciate most is that everybody has such different experiences. Mm-hmm. And when they share experiences with us, 
it's like, oh, I'm, I'm interested in that. Can we try that? Yeah, yeah, for that? sure. You know, I, I just find it very erotic, and I love that. It's very it's much absolutely amazing. The, learning everybody's sexual desires and yes. how open everyone is. Oh, it's it's rather liberating to be honest. It really you is. know, I don't yeah. have anything to hide anymore, Mm-mm. and that just makes everything so much easier. So mine starts much much later on in life. My first marriage, I was with him for seventeen years before we started. You know, pillow talking about his fantasy of seeing me with somebody else stayed that way for a couple years. Actually, just pillow talk in the bedroom, and as we would be you know, having sex, he would bring it up. He would kind of go through a whole scenario of mm-hmm. if this guy came into the room, what would you do to him and verbally walk through it in, a, in the bedroom. And then finally, at one point, we just kind of thought, let's actually make this a real thing. Let's let's do this. So then we just kind of began looking for or kind of going through a checklist of all the men we knew in our lives. And I was like, well, they have to be single. I don't want to be, you know, have a guy cheating on his wife. He found a friend of his that uh, was interested. So he had this talk with him, sat down and said, hey, do you want to fuck my wife? <laughs> and me lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> we were working on trying to get that going, but this gentleman was quite a bit younger, like in his 20s, still kind of in the prime of his life, just, you know, having willy nilly relationships with mm-hmm. anybody. It just it ended up kind of falling flat and never, never worked out. In the meantime, while we were talking to him, we also picked up two other possibilities along the way. And one of those possibilities was somebody that I worked with that was the one that ended up working out because my husband at the time met the guy I worked with and felt really safe with him, thought this was a great idea. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up meeting for the first time. My first experience was at a hotel with this guy alone. My husband wasn't there. That went on for several hours uh, that day. (laughs) Then that started kind of a whole okay, now we need to make some more clear-cut rules on how this is going to work because we weren't really sure. His fantasy was him seeing me with somebody, but because we had kids at home, it wasn't logical for us to, you know, get a babysitter and set time up for both of us to go out. So it worked out that we could just, one would stay home. He would stay home. (laughs) 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 He would stay home and and watch the kids while I did, you know, while I played. But then I think feelings became evident that he wasn't really getting what he wanted out of the deal. And then ultimately, in the long run, our marriage was on the rocks to begin with. So adding this to the mix was not really the thing we should have done in the moment. But it opened my eyes up to the lifestyle and to being like more sexually free and able to have conversations that I don't think I ever would have had, you know, prior to being exposed to lifestyle things. For me and G, I just love that our relationship is what it is because of the lifestyle i don't there's like nothing off the table i mean we just we can talk about anything and i think we probably have more generic fights like who didn't do the laundry or fold the laundry or something like that (laughs) versus anything you know sexual like our relationships with other people even flirting with other people those those types of fights are you know, very few and far between, I think. I would completely agree. (laughs) I think that's a big misconception that I hear from a lot of people that, you know, they 
well, don't you get jealous? Or like if he, you know, like, no, no. Why the fuck would I get jealous about that? We we fuck other people. So that (laughs) you said the more generic arguments, it's who's going to take out the garbage. Just like everyone else. (laughs) But all of your little jealous conversations and fights that you guys are having, we don't have to have that. And that it is. I mean, liberating is the best way to describe that, I think. Yeah. So I have a tough question for you, Nessa. Oh, oh. Well, and it's regarding of your experience of getting into the lifestyle. You had stated that it was your husband's at the time. Yeah. Did you share an equal desire in the experience or you wanted to give him an experience for the sake of you being a pleaser? Correct. Yeah. I The idea of it was actually very <laughs> repulsive at first for me. I okay. uh, completely shot him down when he even, even when he first brought it up and then playing with it in the bedroom kind of started to just open my mind up to the idea of it. And Mm -hmm. just the idea was fun enough to play with back and forth and it didn't have to be real, but the idea of it being real was a frightening because, and I I've told G this, my biggest fear was that if he was in the room watching me with somebody else, I enjoyed myself more with this other Mm -hmm. person or it it appeared that way, at least in his eyes then I didn't know that what that would do to our relationship. And I think that speaks to what type of relationship that was versus now where I want G to see how much fun I'm having. One right. of our I, favorite moments is yeah. when you will turn and look at me and give me that I am really fucking enjoying this ice. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just think I think it just describes our relationship and how I felt in that relationship, that it was very important to me to please him, to make him happy. The idea of it, started off as something that was there for him but then after I started playing I was enjoying myself but I think that's also you know goes to show I wasn't doing it for him anymore at that point I'm not doing this the right way this isn't how this is meant to go so ultimately yeah I, I started it off thinking that I was pleasing him and that I was doing this for him and then kind of full circle came back to me and now i'm in a relationship where it's very equal and we share in it and i enjoy that very much now as far as uh you g it seems like you just dove in with the relationship in college is that true um you were very open-minded did you have any reservations honestly i'm trying to remember how we even approach the idea of another girl i think the girl in the room next door she mentioned she thought she was really cute. And I said, what, what do you mean? And she's like, well, I mean, I've never done anything, but I might. And I'm like, well, okay. Like, like, maybe today. Go. <laughs> and unfortunately, that girl became the, the official unicorn that we could never find or never reach. Sure. She was like, no, I'm a lesbian, and I'm not entertaining some other, somebody else. And I'm like, you do it yourself. And she's like, yeah, she won't even let that happen. But playing along with anybody that we could find at that point. And that was just females at the time. For the for the first year, it was just females. Sure. And then she had her one experience with the other guy. And then we kind of opened the relationship. Because of the school I was going to, we kind of switched on and off every three months because of a co-op type program. Okay. So she would be in town for three months. And while she was in town, she was having sex with any guy there that was in. And then I would come back and pick up some girls and then back, basically back and forth sure. until awesome. we graduated and then found out that, wow, this is a lifestyle and there are people that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do this on a regular. I'm curious how you decided to get into 
podcasting? Like, what made you think we should record ourselves doing doing the things? I had never listened to a podcast ever before we got together. Yeah. She had mentioned that as she was learning about the lifestyle, she listened to a bunch of lifestyle podcasts, mm-hmm. and it was another one of those, wait, there's lifestyle podcasts? Right, right. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> a big shock, too. So I brought, you know, I shared with G several of the podcasts that I listened to. He liked them, but, and I always say this, in G fashion, He's like, we could do this better. <laughs> like, so, my, my big thing but, was there were s- it, every podcast focused around just one couple story. After a while, that story just became monotonous. Yeah. And mm-hmm. okay, I get it. You could tell. I mean, even in our podcast, as we're going through our stories from before, mm-hmm. uh, as some more are coming up, I'm going, oh, this is going to start to get repetitive a little, I think. Yeah. And we're trying to put a new spin. Like, I'll, I'll drop sounds, and if I have them, or we end up, a lot of couples come on and they end up telling the stories that we were part of. And it's like, shit, okay, oh, how cool. are we going to retell this story later? <laughs> right. But we've Our done it a few times yeah. and so far it's, it's gone over pretty well. Now you take a different approach to your podcast than we do, but in... Our point of view, we like the sexual liberation that you bring to it, where you actually talk about what you do as far as play activities. And, of course, we've wanted to, but we didn't know how to approach it. Mm -hmm. So coming onto your show gave us a different perspective and the ability to talk about it. We love it because we love reliving it with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And being able to share that with two people other than ourselves is i don't know it's just so hot then the process of figuring out how to do our podcast and the format we were actually listening to a vanilla podcast by wondery called apology it was the apology line line. there was a guy in new york city who in the 80s set up a voicemail where people could call in and just leave their apology for something that they did so they could get it off their shoulders and i'm like what if we create a hotline where people in the lifestyle can go hey I'm going to call, tell this story that I can't tell any of my vanilla friends, but I'm dying to tell somebody yeah. the story. <laughs> and so we set up a hotline number and then told all our friends that, hey, we're about to do a podcast doing this. And every single one said, I want to come on. It, we, we haven't had time to call any of the people that have called the hotline back. We're, we're excited to do it. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out technicalities. The technology portion of it might be a little bit difficult. <laughs> how much we're willing to give away and all that. Sure. Yeah. So how long have you two been together? I think it's we're approaching three years three. of knowing each other. And yeah. then we started dating about four months after we met. It is no secret that we attend a lot of different types of events, but you yourselves are more club folks but that's due to location and we have a club that we absolutely love here yeah we attend it so frequently that the idea of going someplace else on our free weekend it's like oh fuck what do we miss there and there'll be times that we would just miss an event just because we have the kids that weekend yeah and it's like oh my god people are texting us what happened we will get a message from the ropes guy going, Oh my God, you should have seen what I did. And I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> how did you miss this? <laughs> Blasted kids. <laughs> now that's more of a Shabari experience, gentlemen, because I am very interested in seeing the visual experience of it. And I love it. I think some of those guys have so much talent. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I can speak for Tommy, our ropes guy. Uh, and he is, he is excellent. He's he is a One of my favorite ropes to do. expert and hysteria doctor. Because oh, shit. Back, back in the day when women were diagnosed with hysteria, doctors would give them an orgasm, yeah. a forced orgasm, to cure their hysteria. 
So what he does is he will tie them up and then pull out the wand and give them orgasm after orgasm after orgasm. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hear some fucking sounds, dig into episode 30 of season one <laughs> on our podcast. That's where it's at, huh? And you can hear somebody sitting over here screaming. Like I, <laughs> there was a crowd of over 100 people in that room. Oh, wow. It was just sounds that we had never heard, and he still talks about it to this day. Yeah. The confidence he projects in that episode, too, just uh, reassures me that, you know, he's got a fair amount of experience. He knows what he's doing. I very much enjoyed listening to it. Funny story, the first time that you and I, G, had talked, you had reached out to me on SLS. We went back and forth, and then I gave you my phone number because, of course, I wanted to continue the conversation to be a little more fluid. But the moment you text messaged me, I was actually listening to Nessa having an orgasm on that episode. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, I don't know how to respond right now. <laughs> I'm a little Do I tell on. him? Do I keep it a secret? I don't know. <laughs> and I, I, I just found that such a different format, but I was just entrapped by you both. You know, it was very genuine. You got, you have very genuine guests and... I love listening to you. That's what amazes us is yeah. every single couple we bring in here, just the moments that they have reliving these experiences that were six months, two two years, five years ago. They're just the memories that it brings back and the feelings that they share with each other. We, we've seen so many couples just open up to each other like, sure. oh my God, I didn't realize that's what, it, what you loved about it. This is great. I love that too. We, should, we need to keep doing this and... Well, and retelling that stuff, too, I think really, really heats up a room mm-hmm. real quick, like. <laughs> Absolutely. That's- well, and we share, we, we kind of give our listeners a window into our discussions in, in our show. We actually trail off in some of them because we're finding out stuff about each other and the listeners get to listen to mm-hmm. us discover those things. Yeah. And our biggest hope was just that people that were interested or people that were already in the lifestyle maybe we brought up a point that just opens up a conversation and then they get something going, you know, whether it be sex positive or this is my fantasy and getting these things out in the open, because I think there's just something taboo about sex within our society. And I don't know why I don't know why. I absolutely love getting the texts and the emails from people going, Oh my God, we'd never looked at it at that angle that we have friends that, it takes them an hour to listen to a 30 minute episode because yes. they will pause and go, Oh my God, we got to talk about this. Yeah. Same. That and, does. That feels really good. And, and there are couples that they're like, come on, it's Wednesday. We need to listen to it because yeah. they'll only <laughs> listen to it together. Cause if one of them listens without the other, they get angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get random text messages when we have people listening and they'll just start critiquing the whole <laughs> episode go, yeah. or telling us, Oh my God, you know, I'm so glad you said that. I didn't know how to approach it with my partner so thank you for opening up that window of communication or we've had people i forget what episode it was where where the wife was messaging you and the husband was messaging me like oh holy shit i can't believe you just said that and she's messaging you like oh we were just talking about this the other day and we both kind of were on the porch and looked at each other and said well who are you texting well who are you texting well we're hang on a second we should just call them because this is ridiculous and that's exactly why we have everybody start their first episode telling how they got into it because i know there's a ton of people out there listening going i've heard about this how the fuck do i get into it yeah how do we do it everybody's story is different it's one of these will click for somebody Mm -hmm. and that'll be their here's a thousand ways Mm -hmm. that you can join us in the lifestyle pick whichever one is the most comfortable and 
Take your fucking pants off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and in our season one ending, we go back in time and we talk to ourselves before we got into the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like, what would I recommend? We are full believers that what we do isn't for everyone or how we approach it isn't for everyone. And I'm going to lead into my next question by prefacing mine with stating that we would recommend we would go to a hotel takeover first. That's what we would say to ourselves because that would be the experience that we would have wanted first. Now, I don't believe that you guys share the same point of view. So, gee, if I could start with you, what would you go back and tell yourself as far as a first-time event or a first step into the lifestyle? What would you recommend for yourself? The the worst part is, is for myself... I would be fine with anything. It comes down to what is your partner comfortable with. Okay. And I think that's the biggest key because there's always going to be that one person that's down for far more than the other. Mm-hmm. So sure. you got to grab that, okay, what comfort level is my partner going to have? For me, that's, okay, now, so what, what comfort <laughs> level would you have? Because it's, again, I'll fucking go wherever i don't let's do it that's like i'm i'll demo i'll experience anything i don't care sure in, in a perfect world for me my first time would have been now mind you i grew up i found my father's porn collection and he had debbie does dallas and taboo which <laughs> every single scene is a group sex scene mm-hmm. and that was my first moment seeing sex okay so okay. the vision of sex in my head has always been multiple people so that's a great vision as, <laughs> exactly and 16 17 18 it's like even just hinting at it what do you mean no that's weird no, yeah where's I'm, all your friends okay. <laughs> a perfect start in my world would have been that massive orgy and gone okay let's go yeah and i would have had that awkward moment of linda lovelace going i can't believe i'm in here but <laughs> <laughs> I, I was happy the way i started with the club at a Halloween party because now this is you two together, correct? No, no, okay. Yes. Well, I mean, technically, that's, <laughs> yes. that was the day we met. I mean, Question mark. It was the it was the day we met. Yeah. You actually, your start was in a hotel room, though. Your oh, that's start true. Was that's true. I guess that can be in a hotel room. I meant like more to a a group setting, lifestyle setting. But yeah, I guess I guess you're right. But I don't have a lot to compare it to, though. So I, I, mean, I, I haven't been on a definitely, cruise. Or... I think if you had started your first experience in the club, I think you would have been overwhelmed. And I know for damn sure your husband would have been overwhelmed. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> I think the fact that you started on your own with a, with a guy. Yes. With your husband not there, allowed to be yourself. Yes. That was a huge awakening for you. Yes, I agree. Do you remember what you both were dressed as on that Halloween that you met? I'm just mm-hmm. curious. I sure do. I have <laughs> yes. to know. Curiosity will I was me. a stewardess. Oh. <laughs> and I was the bunny from the Toy Story 4 movie. So I was in a giant furry costume that made no sense whatsoever to the vast majority of the people there. <laughs> Did you leave it on all night? Yes. Good for you. You unzipped it, though, at one point. Oh. Not much, no. I mean, well, my just hand enough. Went down it. That, that oh, yes. <laughs> true. So there may or may not be some furry exploration here that, <laughs> yes, uh, that, that we'll I have to save for another. <laughs> and that was your first encounter together, or had you ran into each other prior to this? We messaged briefly online, online yeah. as I, I tend to reach out to any mm-hmm. new couple that's coming to the club sure. just to say hi. So my partner and I, but me running the site reached out to them and said, hey, we'd love to say hi. When I saw her in the club, 
I walked around like eight times hoping she would say hi, and she didn't. And then I was talking to one of my friends, and he goes, oh, you got to meet this girl over here. Come meet Nessa. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Yes, thank you, friend. <laughs> That's such a good idea. It's about time. <laughs> so my fiance at the time and I walked over, met them. Nessa and I spent the next hour dancing, kissing, grinding. Yeah. In a giant bunny oh, suit. A, yeah. At some point, I'm going to ask for pictures. I have to. I have to know. Do you have? Do you have? I have to imagine. We. St- I don't have pictures, but I have to imagine I still have the suit. But <laughs> we messaged back and forth a little bit after that. About two months later is when everything started going downhill in her relationship, and they backed out of the lifestyle. So, all right, well, I'll wait. And a few months after that, I just sent a text checking in. Hey, how's how are things going? And she said, Well, I left him. I said, Well. I need someone to join me on a cruise. Are you interested? Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yes, yes a thousand so, times so yes. Our, our first date was a cruise. <laughs> That's that is, fucking what? awesome. Now, just a vanilla cruise? Or? Just, it was actually a Disney cruise. My daughter's 16th birthday, she took four of her friends, and I needed another adult to get a second room. Yeah, I love that. Oh shit! Oh fuck! Now, just so we know. Oh, that's a fucking stewardess outfit. Wow. God bless America. God, you're a sexy gal. Wow. Look at the way that skirt pants are, but like, mm-hmm. okay. you're doing things okay. here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Night. <laughs> and she had a drink. She was drinking mighty swell peach flavored seltzer. Seltzer. Yeah. Just the. I still remember the taste of kissing her that night. Mm. and The peachiness. Mm-hmm. And when she breaks out that drink, it's still like a massive flashback for me. You get the Pavlov experience. <laughs> Dick gets hard, mouth starts watering. Yep. <laughs> we play that game with smells, too. Oh. Perfume and... Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think it just adds to the experience, but I, I love the smell mm-hmm. of a woman from her lotion mm-hmm. to her hair to her perfume to her herself. Mm. <laughs> and all the tastes that are associated with it, should I be able to enjoy that? So yes. that is true. Sometimes I, uh, after a play session, we will compare top lips, and that <laughs> heats things up all over again. <laughs> and waking up in the morning just to be able to smell my experience is mm-hmm. highly erotic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too in detail, <laughs> <Been here> for <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy that. So I have another question. I know somewhat of came about, but please let our listeners know, how did the sex apartment come into play and how did it begin? About two or three years before Nessa and I got together, uh, my fiance at the time had a Facebook friend who was subleasing their apartment. Coming out of college, my first design was this actual building. And I saw it on, she showed me the pictures. I said, oh my God, that that's that's the that's the building and i said we have to get it she said what the hell are we going to do with it i'm like i don't know and i don't care i need that apartment and we got it and it became a a place where we could bring other couples and mostly at that time where she would meet other single guys and Mm-hmm. take little videos and send them to me and mm. that it just it kind of grew from there after Nessa and I got together because at that point it was never really more than one couple but when Nessa and I got together we started hosting pre-parties and we would have four five six couples just here hanging out and it's become I'd almost call it a safe space for any couple to come in and just be themselves 
Sure. And it's, we can go out to dinner, act normal, and then knowing that we have a place to go back to. Now, we did have a wonderful evening last night going out to dinner with you two, and you led us right down that path. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm admittedly just a big flirt, so yeah. I enjoyed it. I didn't notice. I know. <laughs> you are. I did. <laughs> I, I enjoyed having the opportunity to flirt with Nessa all night long. It I was amazing. being doted on. Oh, I do have another question. It's And it's... You know, we do a segment on our show called Swinging Forward where it's, you know, we take experiences we want to have or things we want to try. It's just kind of a, if the opportunity presents itself, this is a thing that I want to do. I know that you've, you, you've been in it a long time, but is there, is there something together or separate on your sexual bucket list that kind of sits there that you want to experience? I have always fantasized about watching my partner in a gangbang. Okay. I have never seen a partner with more than two guys at one time. I have fantasized for 30 plus years, 30 years now, about seeing my partner with three, four, five guys at one time. Okay. And we have an idea for a podcast that I am dying to make happen. And she just recently said, all right, fine, we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point, there will be five single guys here. And one by one, they will take her into the back get 10 minutes alone with her before coming back and telling their story of what they engaged in oh that's awesome this will be moments where i don't actually get to see what's happening so i'll hear about the story from sure. the guys that did it after all five have had their turn we all go back and they all get that opportunity and i get to watch her with the five guys that's hot. No, she has, spoiler alert, has had some... She's been training lately. <laughs> I've been so training. <laughs> we had an event at the club that she attempted to give three blowjobs at one time to see how she could handle that part of it. How, how is that? I feel like two, okay, fine, but three, it's a somebody's lot. going to be smacking me in the forehead. I don't know. I don't know how that... Maybe a foot gets in there. I don't know. <laughs> my training was one in each hand and one in my mouth, which I actually... The hardest part was the one in my mouth because I didn't have my hands to, you know, give sure. some control. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm very nervous about the whole idea of a yeah. gangbang. I am very turned on when I think about a gangbang. Sure. But my biggest thing with... And I tell this to G all the time with fantasies in general for me... I like fantasies staying fantasies. Like sure, I like sure. having the perfect setup in my head where, you know, nobody's sweat is dripping on you and no, you know, like all the real life things yes, that yes. truly happen um, that kind of take away from the switching the, positions yeah, and the body sounds and yeah. And then I just like keeping it a fantasy. So my biggest fear is we go into this and it's a great time, but it kind of also deters from what I find attractive about it or sexy about it or whatever. Right, I right. look back on it and I remember all the stupid like little things. And in my world, I anytime there's a want or desire, I go above and beyond to make that happen. So, <laughs> yes, this is true. So the idea of keeping fantasies a fantasy is just like that's not I, you. I don't Why understand. You do what do you mean? What's the what's the point of a fantasy if you're not if that's not a goal? Sure. <laughs> now, personally, when it comes to play experiences, for me, there's just some I don't share with anyone. They're mine. Nobody gets to get them mm -hmm. but me. Okay. And I've had people ask like, "Do you think this will make the podcast?" And I I'll tell them no. This was so special to me. I don't want to give it to anyone. I don't know if it's full experiences, maybe pieces, parts that I would keep to myself, mm -hmm. like things that I found 
to be. Like we we have no problem going through the stories, but there there are moments that happen in the stories that we don't share. Sure. sure. Be it to protect somebody's identity because okay, this is blatantly this obvious. Be, this person, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. just a moment that happens that okay, that might not be exactly what people want to hear, and they right. won't understand that. <laughs> That sounds weird, but it's yeah. not. Don't worry. Yeah, in the moment it was start. not weird. <laughs> yeah, or taken out of context. Right. That if it's if you weren't yes. there, you might not have understood. But no, we're we're both very much open books. Yeah. And I have had experience without a context from the podcast where somebody's just come up blatantly accusing me that I was talking about them. And <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, that was so awkward. Yeah, and I'm just thinking to myself like. Um, no, you weren't even a thought, yeah, and, no. and I would Sorry. never do that to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that can get convoluted at times mm-hmm. with individuals, mm-hmm. but you know we don't want anybody to ever feel some sort of way other than you know amazing about what we're saying. Yeah, and yeah. and we do pull back a lot, and I edit out some things that we say just because yeah. I don't want things taken the wrong way. Sure. Well, and sometimes it's easy for it to just fall out of your mouth, and then when you hear it back, you think, "Oh, oh fuck!" Sounds, actually. Yeah. <laughs> And there'll be times that Ness is talking and she's going on and on and on. And she goes, you know what? Never mind. Just erase all of that. Let's talk about something different. (laughs) (laughs) And that happens between us two. And I mean, well, you saw it last night where there was a moment where it was like, "Mm, actually, we're not going to talk about that because that takes away a little bit of my power. (laughs) What about you? First, do you have a, yeah. Do you have a bucket list thing that you, I just, I don't. Okay. It's um, that's okay. And we actually asked this question to our guests in in a similar fashion. But and I was just thinking, I'm like, gosh, I don't even have an answer. For I can't even think of one. That's really, the thing. You don't fantasize. You, I you don't. live in the moment. I live in the moment. Pleasantly surprised when I like something that sure. I didn't know I was going to like, or I'll try something once and then I'll say, yeah, no, again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I don't. I tried it. Didn't uh, like that. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, I don't really have anything I want to specifically check off. I'm trying to think, though. Another thing we want to do is travel. Travel with, with a group of couples yes. to yes. either that a resort or even yeah. a yeah. non-lifestyle resort yeah. where we can just spend the day with a group of people that get we us. Have fun with. Yes, yeah. and, and then, take the lifestyle with us. Yes. Yeah. And then even at night, it's not. here we go. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. We mm-hmm. talk about having destination friends and that mm-hmm. being one of our bucket lists, mm-hmm. but what you just stated is something we talk about in private. Like, I don't want to call it a core or a click, yes. but mm-hmm. at the same time, having a group of individuals that everyone is super comfortable with is something I strongly desire. Yeah. Even if it's just a comfort in being able to communicate, like I don't have to want to have sex with all of them, but if we can just openly communicate, that's going to make me feel sexier. It's going to make shit. I mean, yes, you (laughs) (laughs) you fucking do. (laughs) And and again, even between us, you know, we're, we're different and we want different things. Mm -hmm. And there's just some things I can't provide for my spouse you know a vagina right <laughs> no start. offense but mrs silver fox wants to be more involved in the bdsm side i really have no desire i've watched it i've seen it and i've watched her participate in it. now watching her enjoy it is amazing but it's not something i actively want to be a participant in yeah. and with saying that are there things that i'll start with you g 
that you want to see or personally want to experience that maybe Nessa doesn't and vice versa. You know, do you have that? But you seem extremely open-minded I, to every yeah, side. I am <laughs> open to anything. And if there's something that she's going to go, God, that was hot. I want to do it. I'm like, yes, yes, let's do it again. <laughs> I'm surprised this hasn't happened yet. Too. Yeah. Was that a period? All right, let's go. We're, yeah. we're done. <laughs> was there a pause in that sentence? Let's start. We are. Me. Yeah, I have. I'm open to try anything at least twice. <laughs> I, I love that saying. <laughs> because I mean, when we go to restaurants for the fear of mm-hmm. not that, that we won't go back, or if I'm missing an item, I will order just about everything on the menu and just try it and go, okay, good. I. I found the dishes that will make me come back. Or, okay, cool, we've tried it all, and I have no reason to go back. Right, and right. That's a good way to get them to treat you like you're a critic, because uh, they're like, why is he ordering everything? Yeah. <laughs> there have been times that I've looked at a menu and gone, okay, I don't want this one and this one. And they go, what do you mean? I said, everything but that and that. <laughs> There's only two of you. It's okay. Don't yeah. worry. Challenge Just accepted. Keep it coming. Yeah. <laughs> now, what about you, Nessa? Let's see. I mean, hardcore BDSM stuff are, is probably a no for me. Uh, I do like very lightweight BDSM, like lightweight impact play, I guess. Some sure. imp- impact play. But um, was, Has there, there been anything that I brought up that you're like, <laughs> No, I don't think so. I think we tend to be mostly on the same page when it comes to playing as far as what we enjoy seeing which is my favorite is seeing you (laughs) (laughs) you enjoy being seen Seen. Um, yeah i mean rightfully so Mm -hmm. i get it but i will say i have found a surprise thing for me was that i enjoy watching you play and when we first started she didn't think that would be all right and Mm -hmm. it's like i don't really want to watch you i don't I was like, cool. I I will sit in. It's not the that I didn't want him to play. It was just right. that I didn't think I cared to watch him. Sure. But now I very much enjoy watching him please another girl because I think I've been on the receiving end of that. I know what that feels yeah, like. So I know, exactly I know why her right face now. is making yeah. that weird contortion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I like to see. I try to be open-minded enough where. If I, of course, if I can, sometimes I'm just so into the moment with the individual I'm with that the other people I just lose track of. Mm -hmm. But in some cases, I like to try to make the person I'm with closer in some way, turn them in such a way to see if they want to look at their Mm -hmm. significant others and what they're going through. So I try to be mentally aware. That was a really good move that you did. I where, know the one that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just enough where maybe somebody's within arm arm's reach mm-hmm. or can make eye contact. I think that's so sexy. Yep. Um, or somebody else's hair is tickling your back all of a sudden. <laughs> if you're comfortable, I'd like to share something I saw last night. By all means. So there was a point where Nessa and I were playing, and she looked over at you, and you winked back at her and said you loved her. And she smiled at you. I will tell you, I was so, so turned on by that. Listening, of course, to Mrs. Silverfox, you know, with you. Oh, my God, it was so hot. I had to take I had to take another round with Nessa. I was so turned on watching the three of you play. As a matter of fact, we're like, all right, scene. And I start getting dressed. I Mrs. literally said scene, and, yeah. I thought we were then, all done. Oh, well, or not. Oh, hang all on right. a second. There's an overture here. But watching you two, or the three of you play together, oh, my God, just 
just was so hot. You guys were phenomenal to watch, so uh-huh. I appreciated that. I'm not sorry, Nessa. For the second round, it was so amazing with you. Again. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. Two times. Now, we did have a prediction that if you know two podcasters got together and played we'd open up a wormhole mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not sure we did that but i'm sure we did expose the universe to something amazing. yeah something phenomenal yeah as it should be exposed <laughs> is there anything else you guys want to share i think the main point of our podcast is very similar to yours and that's letting any vanilla or curious person out there have a window into the fact that there are normal everyday people that are becoming more open sexually yeah just because there is that stigma of that key party on that 70s show sure or any other mainstream media that oh my god these are horrible swingers with the exception of that playboy tv show mm-hmm. and <laughs> just creating a window into not just our lives, but the lives of people that we have met. Yeah. How freeing that this lifestyle can be. It really is. And that the judgment just isn't needed. Yeah. And it's just, you know what? We've all made this choice. We've talked about it together with our partner. Yep. We've created friendships that I I didn't think would be possible. Mm -hmm. Just the number of people that we've become great friends with just through this. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that it's not gross or weird and i think we're all responsible adults we're all you know i don't know just living our best life amen we say that a lot (laughs) we are we are absolutely living our best best life yeah i mean yeah i have to do the laundry and go get groceries but at the at the end of the weekend we're gonna fuck other people that's that's why my life is better than yours (laughs) join us join us and from g your point of view where you like beginners very much. I enjoy talking to them mm-hmm. because you see the curiosity. They reached out to you. They aren't sure what to do. So I typically will respond back, let me lead. Do you mind? And then I start asking questions, gauging responses. Mm-hmm. And then I like the couple's interaction where maybe I'll go 24 hours before I hear back from them. And then they'll say, well, you really sparked something between mm-hmm. us. And yeah. We had to have that. sex for two days straight till we got it figured yeah. out. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I, I love that. Share that with yeah, me. Yeah, we don't had to have fuck to be, the answers out of each other on that. <laughs> and I don't have to necessarily be an active participant. Um, we've had couples come to our house that we've just sat back and watched them. Yeah. You know, because all of a sudden in the moment they left us and just reconnected right in front of our eyes. Right. And, and that was... Like, oh, my God, that's so hot. That's hot. And then next yeah. thing you know, Mrs. Silver Fox and myself are wandering off like, yep. oh, I can't. I can't, I, yeah, I I can't watch can't. that very go long. To. Like, yeah. this is phenomenal, you know. <laughs> I can watch it a little, but there comes a point where I just, I got to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> and our big thing with beginners is we know that we're not going to cross any lines. Mm-hmm. We are very open to whatever anybody else is open to. Sure. And we'll tell them at the very beginning, we have no expectations. Whatever you're comfortable with, whatever speed you want to go, we are perfectly fine with that. And we know that we will be a good first step into the lifestyle that will make them want to continue 
and look forward to being in the lifestyle as opposed to just picking up a random couple who's like, uh, you know, I don't give a fuck what you guys are doing. Right. I want to, I want to fuck her and let's go. Yep. And I see new couples getting sucked into that mm. and then never see them come back. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to be that, hey, we're a safety net. And yeah, for sure. Let's nice enjoy that first time land. and mm-hmm. we'll do whatever you want. If that means just a little bit with Nessa and then off on your own, great. If that means everything with Nessa, if that means everything with both of us, whatever. No, I even with people that are experienced in lifestyle, I still like to ask questions to gauge where people are at. Um, sure. Nessa, I think you can attest to that. I I did ask every step of the way, you know, and I just find that to be my comfort zone, Mm -hmm. not necessarily the person I'm with, but I'm respectful enough that, hey, I want to escalate this with you. Are you okay with it? Yeah. And, you know, I'm ready for the disappointment before I ask the question. I'm ready to hear no every single time. And I'm almost the exact opposite where I will sit here and if you want me to take off my clothes, tell me that. If you want to do something, <laughs> yes. tell me that. And if you don't ask me that or don't say that, I will hang out all night. Girls have come up to me afterwards and gone, hey, why didn't you do anything? I said, because you didn't ask me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to push it on you. And you know what? I'll be here next week. And if you right. want to continue you can try this, again. now you know. <laughs> well, we, we like to pride ourselves on the ability to read a room, mm-hmm. listen to what people are actually saying to us. Yes. So I do believe that came up in conversation last night because typically and I thank don't you for that. Take the lead. Yes, I needed that. But once <laughs> once I had heard that, like we'll sit here and talk all night, or once I got to a point comfortable enough where I really wanted to move forward, engage that. I took what you said it because typically that's not my role. I'm mm-hmm. waiting for somebody mm-hmm. to tell me their comfort mm-hmm, level. Right. That was kind of a role reversal for myself last night. Oh, okay. And I, that was my first time really trying to take the lead and close the deal mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Our, and I just our wanted opinion to engage. is if we've invited someone to the sex apartment, that is, we're inviting you to the fucking sex apartment. We're down. <laughs> <laughs> and if at any point you're down, let us know and it can happen. Sure. There's a bedroom there. There's a couch here. There's a counter there. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> we're in the sex apartment. We've invited you. You tell us what you want to do. Sure. And what a, what an amazing experience. I mean, just the, the ease of being able to speak with you two, mm-hmm. you know, is refreshing. I really enjoyed getting to know you two. Same. I really want to continue to have this friendship grow and continue down the road. You know, we, we love to travel. We love to go places. We love to meet new people. But when we find those rare individuals, we want to stay with them and just kind of build your experiences. You build ours. Mm-hmm. Hear your experiences. Mm-hmm. And we both have a unique platform to be able to stay in touch in that. And you're going to get text messages from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> what are you guys doing this weekend? <laughs> So if you could just leave us with one thing before we exit, anyone that is listening to us, you know, of course, we're going to ask you to share how people get a hold of you. Mm-hmm. So before I ask my question, could you tell our listeners, where do we find you? How do we reach out to you? We are on every podcast platform, Hump Day Quickies. Um, if you search Hump Day, it should pop up. If you search Swingers or Lifestyle, Actually, it's Swingers and Swinger that we end up in the top handful there. It's a bunch of little feet. You'll notice it real quick. <laughs> um, and then every social media, we have Hump Day Quickies again there. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you also do have a hotline, 
where people could share their stories. Will you please allow our listeners the opportunity to know that? It's 844-4-HUMPDAY, and that's a real phone number. And I, I'd tell you the numbers, but I'd have to look at a phone. But even your iPhone or whatever does have the letters on it. Just spell it out, spell 844, it. <laughs> then the number 4, hump day. And that's for anyone wishing to share their stories with yes. G and Nessa. Absolutely. And they listen to absolutely every message that comes across. Yes, Multiple do. times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so please don't hesitate to reach out to them in mm-hmm. any way. So my question before we end our show today, if somebody was going to want to step into the lifestyle, what would be your first recommendation? Would it be communication between the partners? Would it be laying everything on the table that people want? Do you have a piece of advice? I would say first and foremost, communication with your partner and just having uh, an outright conversation about what you want and why if this is a turn on or a fantasy or and then from there moving forward as each partner is comfortable in the situation and and choosing where to go and how to start attempting to bring that into your life is something you both should agree on Mm -hmm. share your fantasies and hold your partner's hand all the way through go at whatever speed they're open to go and always go with the speed of the slowest partner Agreed. Sure. And yeah. Be open and honest about everything. Stories and communication that'll come between the two of you. Even if you start with past sexual experiences, and if you're hearing that and going, "Oh, I don't know. I can't. I can't even think about you having sex with somebody else right, before right. me." <laughs> you're probably going to have a hard time thinking yeah. about them having sex with somebody else with you in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> be open and honest with your partner, because if you can't be open and honest with your partner, you can't be open and honest with somebody else you're going to have sex with randomly or even yourself i find in a lot of those situations yeah good advice of course we also do allow everyone the understanding that you don't have to play when you go to these places Mm -hmm. you don't have to participate in other events that may be taking place just no is always acceptable no is always acceptable anytime for any reason Mm -hmm. no explanation necessary we know so many people that come to the club just to be in a sexy environment where they can dress in a sexy outfit yes. and walk around, and the husband enjoys just the looks that the wife gets, mm-hmm. and they never play with anybody. I've seen a lot of couples that never even talk to anybody but themselves. They keep to themselves, but they will walk around, take in the environment, and either go in a room by themselves or take that energy back home and just enjoy that. I do think removing some of those taboos towards the lifestyle that this this isn't you're just going to go and you have to mm-hmm. right. you know you make this journey what you want it to yeah. and that yeah. you and your partner agree upon and there's nobody out there that can force you to do anything it's your consent or it's your no there is no in between yeah. and Correct. you know typically too there's no fucking fishbowl you don't have to give up your keys although we desperately want a host to keep party honestly that could be a lot of fun (laughs) honestly it could be a lot of fun (laughs) i can be i can be down for that the the way i see it the way i see it working is that that key is the first step in an area that has lots of rooms and then sure things progress from there (laughs) i think that i would come to your key party (laughs) probably more than once (laughs) if i know me So I'd like to take this time and just say thank you so much, you two. Yeah, thank You've you guys. You've been phenomenal to know. 
amazing to spend an evening with Mm -hmm. and i look forward to our relationship as we move forward thank you again for joining us here today very much appreciated and thank you for allowing us to go remote in your sex apartment (laughs) yeah amazing (laughs) on location So you're so politically correct about saying that we would love to fuck you guys again. <laughs> I love that. I love very long winded way. I know to say it's that, like that's okay. It, you I get, use my words. He gets a Hallmark card, you know. You guys get a fortune cookie from me. P.S. Want to fuck some more? <laughs> and to quote Nessa, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes.